0: We're starting to use conversational AI to basically allow people to search in the application what they are looking for, and then create a user face experience on demand using AI. Again, it's it's real-time UI generation, which, which is really, really cool and very powerful from a personalization perspective.
1: Welcome everyone to Tech by Design, where the Richmond Technology Council takes you to the edge for trending tech and innovation here in Richmond, Virginia. I'm Nick Surface, CEO of RVA Tech, along with Alex Satanias, CEO of Shaco. Come join us.
2: Well, I have many questions for the day. I wanted us to talk today about the EDA Tech Hub grants and what RBA Tech is doing with that, what it means for Richmond, what comes next. So just to give like some high level before we jump in, This is a new program from the U.S. Economic Development Authority. They're going to name like 20-ish, maybe more, tech hubs across the country. These are meant to be public and private partnerships that will position these regions, regions being the emphasis, as global leaders in different tech areas in like the next 10 years. So Nick, I wanted to start with what you guys have been working on on the AI front.
1: Yeah, this came across our desk uh, in late spring. We, we first saw a CNBC article about it, actually, um, that the federal government was going to invest in tech hubs uh, in a variety of kind of key technology focus areas. And then the actual notice of funding came out in May and started to list details and what it might uh, entail. And essentially, it offers the opportunity for a region to earn uh, between 50 and $75 million uh, to help build that region into a tech hub within the next 10 years. Now, what does a tech hub mean? What, do, what are we even talking about? Um, and the way that they define that is they actually listed about 10 different key technology focus areas that they think could impact Um, the country's economic security or national security um, and that the technology advancement in those areas was critical uh, to that effort. And so one of those areas is artificial intelligence and machine learning. And us here at RVA Tech and, and all of our 200 plus members Almost all of us, if not all of us, um, are using AI or exploring AI or have our pulse on what's happening in AI in some capacity. You couple that broad, you know, multi industry interest with the level of workforce and talent and resources that we have here in town, complement that with being the seat of government here as the capital of Virginia, um, and then you complement that with all of our entrepreneurial resources and the innovation happening here. Um, Not just at places like Startup Virginia or the Dominion Energy Innovation Center, but also in higher ed. I mean, the workforce development we have here through VCU, Virginia State, University of Richmond, great community college system, um, coupled with apprentice companies like Max Potential, uh, you've got Code VA, you've got Tech for Troops for Veterans. We just have this entire ecosystem and community that we talk about all the time, but this is a very specific and distinct opportunity to highlight that community, tell that story, and also hopefully benefit it and propel it into the next 10
0: years. Okay, so Nick, quick question. Um, When you submit this uh, proposal, do you have to specifically state where the funding is going to be placed or or what you're going to do with it? Or or is that a phase two?
1: Yeah, no, that's a phase two. It's been interesting because the biggest part of phase one here has been building a support consortium. And so that has meant outreach to anybody and everybody in our community um, that is interested in supporting this, that has a role in AI or is exploring AI, um, or even just sees a future in it um, for the city of Richmond. Um, And so it's been amassing, um, gosh, I think we have uh, around 60-ish supporting members of the consortium. It includes the Office of the Governor. It includes the Secretary of Administration and Commerce and Trade. It includes all our area, delegates and senators, um, and a whole host of private and public sector organizations. So that's been the biggest part is the first step is just... Saying we have support and um, telling the story about why Richmond merits um, this potential grant. The next phase, too, if we get elevated to it, will be implementation in terms of what we would actually do with fifty to seventy-five million. And um, you know, those could come in a variety of categories: workforce development programs, could be infrastructure, could be entrepreneurial acceleration, um, could be a var- could be infrastructure. But you know, it's funny to say; it's kind of a wild thing to say, actually, that. Fifty million dollars doesn't go as far as it used to. So, with as many support members as we have, I'm sure there'll be um, you know a lot of different angles and opportunities. But it is an opportunity again to launch and propel us forward, um, and at least take that that first step towards uh, you know hopefully hitting the moon or the stars
0: this is specific to Richmond, not the state of Virginia, correct? Like this it is. is. Like so does. there are,
1: there, yeah, good question, Alex. There are, there are multiple applications throughout the state of Virginia um, that we know about. There's one for advanced manufacturing, kind of south in South Richmond. There is one for nuclear technology out of Lynchburg. Um, and I think there are a few others as well. However, we are the only one nationwide that I'm aware of at this point that is pursuing a grant in artificial intelligence and machine learning. So We feel like we have two kind of main competitive advantages, one being the fact that we're differentiating and I don't think there's a lot of AI and ML hubs, and two, in the sense that we have such a 360-degree set of resources here in town, whether you're talking private sector, government, entrepreneurship, higher ed. We are robust in all those categories. And so if something takes off here, it has the opportunity and ability to affect cities and industries nationwide, which I think is the goal of the of the grant, is to you know ultimately develop the country's economic security.
0: Yeah, I think um, I had one more question for you, Nick, but I think that's one of the things that, that, that sparked my attention. We have the higher ed that basically provides a lot of the new workforce right that's coming in and, and a lot of things that they're learning as, as well as the private um the, the private partnerships right they, they they provide a lot of the research we have a lot of awesome startups but they wouldn't be able to exist without without the uh fortune 500 support right so those startups feed in or their, their technology feeds into these these the capital ones the car is the Altria's of the world so i think that that combination of having all three is, is really really interesting um, Absolutely, plus one.
1: Honestly, Alex, that's—it uh, was actually mentioned in the application, kind of exactly what you just said—that they're really looking for somewhere that has a robust enterprise level presence, um, coupled with entrepreneurial resources. Because I think
0: I, I'm not—I sure. mean, obviously, it's a little too late for the application. But one of the things that I've noticed and I've been thinking about based on our conversations, Nick, is is the type of people that are present in the events. And, and I think this is because Richmond is a little smaller, but at Shaco, we essentially have a presence in in Richmond, which is where our headquarters is, but we, we are also growing in South Florida and, and Dallas, the, the, the Dallas region. But when we go to events in Dallas and in Fort Lauderdale, we see a lot of the startups there and we see a lot of the same people. But what we don't see is executives, right? You don't see a VP of, of application development. You don't see a VP of marketing. You see recruiters. Um, you see some some of like the, the newer entry-level positions. But you don't have those executives, whereas in Richmond, I think that's one thing that, that I'm really happy about. When you go to an event in Richmond, you go a happy hour in Richmond, you go to some of these events, you see the vice presidents, you see the C-level executives that are just hanging out in the crowd and you could actually have these conversations with them. And, and I think that is, I, I don't know why it happens in Richmond. I, I suspect it's because it's a smaller city, but it's its fun to go to these events and have these conversations with people that have 20, 30, 40 years of experience and they lead these large groups. Yeah. I would say that's a compliment to RVA tech. You guys get these people out, which is really cool. Well,
1: I, I appreciate that. But yeah, I do think the city has an accessibility to it in, in multiple facets, but you hit on a key one there that, Um, the the community is made up of of multiple different positions and levels and and interest groups. And they all come together um, in different facets um, for the better of the city and for the better of the community. And look, we all want to be connected to everyone. Um, You know, if you're at a particular position or a certain level, that doesn't, you know, isolate you from wanting to know everyone else in the room, whoever it is. And I think yeah, like you said, Richmond is big enough to have C-suite leaders, but it's also small enough where those C-suite leaders are engaged in the community significantly. And, um, you know, people at all levels from entry level to C-suite can mix and mingle at an event, whether it's an actual conference or an awards program or, or a happy hour.
0: So kind of switching subjects for a second. Sorry, Lauren, but can I can I petition you for uh, I, I don't know, like maybe maybe a few million just just to really like start up my food truck, my food truck concept and, and take it to south by southwest.
1: Well, I will tell you my, that's a formal um, petition. Um, so, two things. My my fourteen <laughs> year old has been very um, uh, distraught lately that I'm working on seventy five million dollars for the city, but not seventy five million dollars for us as a family. <laughs> um, <so laughs> he uh, yeah, continually makes snide comments about all Dad works on is seventy five million dollars for somebody else. So we're working on that. Um, happy to explore that, Alex. And if you want a little piece for the food truck, you know, hey, you're part of the consortium. I'm sure you can make that case.
0: Um nice experience truck. I should call it an experience, experience I, I told somebody truck, about the food, a food truck, truck last week and they're like, Why do you want to set up a food truck and sell tacos in South by Southwest? And I'm like, Yeah, it's like a food truck, but no,
1: we're really. selling tech, Alex. We're selling tech. Tech tacos. We're selling metaverse tacos. Yeah, tech tacos. There you go. Tech tacos. Hey, but I do want to come back to something you said earlier. You mentioned that yeah, the, the startups, you know, part of the reason that there's such a healthy ecosystem for them is is the level of support and engagement we have from you know enterprise companies. Um, but I do want to talk about the startups that are here in town, particularly in the AI and ML space. Because um, some of them kind of live in the shadows. They're either pre-revenue, or they're pre—you know—they're still building their technology or figuring it out. And um, through this process, I've learned about a few of them that I just didn't even know existed. Um, and we've, you know, obviously with press and storytelling happening, that we're starting to get connected more and more. And um, there's a few in particular that are just really fascinating. Um, there's one called NIRSense, N-I-R Sense. And uh, they're looking, they're using AI to track soldier cerebral activity and performance in the field um, so that if, where they can track the levels of, I guess, neuroactivity happening. And if somebody's experiencing a traumatic event or if their activity is becoming, you know, beyond what the point of what the human body can you know, reasonably manage and, and balance that it's a it's a signal to hey pull this person out of battle or support them in another way, and it's it's a fascinating you know and very serious use of AI. Um, and on the flip sense, on the flip side, we have um, a company called Tapped AI, and they are connecting bands to record labels in um, a more hands off way so that bands can focus on the music and not so much on the business side. Um, and that's you know two very different. Uh, applications, um, but both equally fascinating. And, uh, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about HIO, HIO. Um, Alex, I know you're involved with them, so full disclosure, um, you know, there is some involvement there, but what you all are doing on the uh, the property management side and tracking, you know, potential or helping potential commercial property managers through AI is is also another, you know, just interesting angle, which speaks to the fact that AI has applications across industry, which I think is the biggest um, biggest selling point to, uh, to Richmond and us propelling this technology
0: forward. You, you said that this was learning about soldiers on the battlefield, correct?
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. And it, it's based on tracking cerebral performance. So I, I do believe that there's probably applications beyond uh, that, but I think that's the, that's the initial use case that they're targeting.
0: So a good friend of mine um, is, is involved with a startup in Richmond, that is building better helmets for football players and what I'd love to do is see if there's a connection there where where they could work together to actually use some of some of the data they are, that they're getting and, and I'm sure like there, there's some sort of concept there but if, if we could connect those two companies I think uh, we, we go from the battlefield to essentially the sports field which would be incredible.
1: yeah that's um, that's incredible. Um, I'd love to make that connection. Let's do it, Alex.
0: What was the second one that you
1: mentioned? Let's see, Neurosense, uh, I mentioned uh, Tapped.ai, they're connecting bands to record labels. But there's a few others too, there's Precision.io, they're doing construction safety, Um, they're using AI for crane monitoring, construction crane monitoring, for fire safety management on construction sites, and I think there's a third application as well. Oh, FounderWay.ai, they're actually helping provide mentoring and founder entrepreneur resources in an you know, hands off AI way. And they're just getting going. They're still uh, building an MVP. But uh, based here in Midlothian on the south side, actually, uh, some folks out of Boston that moved here to kind of get away from the cold and the snow and uh, looking for a more accessible way of life, like you mentioned, and uh, found Richmond and found Midlothian, which we all know is, you know, uh, a booming metropolis and center of the universe over there. Um, I can't say enough about the opportunities that Midlothian offers. If I could make Midlothian a tech hub, would certainly try. But we're gonna we're gonna lump it where, into where's Richmond.
0: Midlothian again? <laughs> Sorry, where was Midlothian? I
2: don't, it's between east and west Lothian. The river? It's. I thought the river was kind of the cutoff for the tech <laughs> hub.
1: Midlothian is pro- prominently placed between east and west Lothian and uh, serves as, like I said, the center of the universe. So what else, Alex, what's next for AI? What are you seeing on the AI landscape at Shaco?
0: Oh my gosh. We, were, we, we actually, we were at a meeting two seconds ago and the meeting was supposed to be talking about apps and, and the conversation turned into AI. But for us, I think it's it's really, I think I put this in the letter to you guys, but it's it's three things, right? So, so the first one is developer support, right? I, I think we're going to be able to take a lot of our development, design and strategy team and give them superpowers, right? So The ability to create apps faster with more certainty, less mistakes in in the code base is is going to be incredible. The ability to support our design team with with essentially AI. Figma's already done a couple launches. Adobe's done a couple launches, So, so basically, AI powered design. I think that's going to be very, very cool. I think AI has already proven to be a very valuable tool in research. So our strategy team, our product strategy team, when appropriate, is starting to use essentially tools to create briefs, tools to create research. It helps dissect research. So, so I think from that perspective, it's incredible. I think one of the things that I am most excited about, and I just, I can't verbalize this or I can't use the right words to help somebody visualize what I'm trying to say. So maybe Nick, you could help me right now and um, and help me create this value proposition on demand. But one of the cool things that we're starting to do with our clients is rather than create user interfaces for every single one of our applications, we're starting to use conversational AI to basically allow people to search in the application what they are looking for, and then create a user face experience on demand using AI. Again, it's, it's, it's real time. UI generation, which, which is really, really cool and very powerful from a personalization perspective. That's
1: incredible. Yeah, there's a lot going on. You know, it's funny, the, the audience can't see you right now, but just uh, knowing you're in the car doing this podcast between client meetings, between project meetings, you know, it's great. There's a lot happening. I, I hope, are you in Richmond?
0: I am in Disney World.
1: Disney World. Yeah. A lot of work going on in Disney World. A lot of AI opportunities. Maybe maybe our next podcast can be AI in the entertainment space, in the experience space.
0: Oh, my God. We um, should, yes. I mean, let, let's do Tapped. Let's bring Tapped into the experience and like we get can, some, some people. He, oh, that'd be cool.
1: They would love to be on it, and you know it's funny. They, when I actually spoke to them last, they were over in Europe. They were just touring cities, um, trying to find bands and record labels over there that might be interested in in what they're doing. So, um, there are. I you have know, some
0: people in Richmond that would love to talk to them, um, like today.
1: That's amazing, Lauren. Do you want to set up an email, or I'll get connected with you, and you can filter between me, Alex, and yeah. everyone else, and get let's them going. Let's do it.
2: Let's let's set that up as the next cool. one. Are there any? I know we're coming up on time. Are there any final thoughts? On the tech hub, on on AI, any of that.
1: Well, I I think we've we've covered the tech hub. We won't find out more until fe- uh, fall twenty twenty three. So that it literally just submitted it last night at about eleven o'clock p.m. So that one's off the plate for now. Um, we are going to continue the effort and try to position Richmond as best we can as a tech hub, regardless of the grant. But I have, I have a really important note that I needed to discuss with Alex. I needed to get your take because I was coming off an airplane the other day and I was horrified. Now, love the Richmond airport is tremendous. It's one of the best airports in the world. And the reason I say that is because you can get from your car to your gate in under 10 minutes in a lot of cases. I think that's an uh, underappreciated fact. You know, people talk about, hey, a lot of times I need to make a connection or the airport isn't that big. You don't want it to be big. How long does it take you to get from the car to your gate in Atlanta or Seattle? A long time. So Richmond has a lot of assets, but what it doesn't have as of the last time I've been there is a uh, billboard ad for Shaco. It's gone. It is gone from the entranceway, which at first... Broke my heart. Second, saw it as an opportunity for RVA Tech to get in there and snag that space. So, Alex, talk to me about the Shaco ad experience at the airport. Have you moved the metaverse promotions to other areas? Is this an opportunity that you're just reserving for RVA Tech? You want to create space? There's only limited real estate there. I get it. I appreciate it. But I was horrified to not see Alex Otania's as a metaverse avatar in the airport entryway. (laughs) Um. Horrified.
0: We, uh, we reserved that budget for our RVA tech promotions. And so we felt like we, we would put more money into our RVA tech experience rather than the airport. But the airport's simplicity is the only reason I catch my flights because I am perpetually late. And the fact that I could get from my car to the airport in 10 minutes is insane. You know what I would love to do? that airport is incredible for advertising only because people stop and actually, there's only like 12, 15 spots. So people actually stop and look. And so I think if if we were able to, and and I'm happy to like work with you on this this, Nick, but if we were able to create a, that airport is primed to create something about Richmond and the tech scene. So I am happy to work with you and Lauren to create some sort of advertisement where we actually go in partnership with RVA Tech, Shock and some other cool startups um, or businesses that basically focus on the rva tech scene man i think that would be really cool because people stop and look the number of people that i've spoken to that say i saw Shaco in the metaverse in 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 the richmond is, is crazy it's, it's a it's a topic of conversation which is exactly what it was meant to do um and now i've had more people come up to me with sad faces say hey listen you're not there anymore so we might actually have to like spin this up but we're going to spin it up working with you I love just to it. make it about richmond and not Shaco."
1: Absolutely, let's do it. Um, also, loved what you just said about the simplicity of the airport. I'm gonna, I'm gonna use that phrase because I think that describes it wonderfully. But Alex, let's get on this project. Can we make that the next intro topic? Let's, let's talk about this more. I know you like the food truck. I wanna, I wanna make this airport uh, promotions happen.
0: I'm okay, I'm game. Before we leave, Nate. Thank you for leading this EDA stuff. This is going to be game changer. I mean, I hope they pay attention. I hope we got this. This is going to be a game changer for the city. So thank you.
1: I hope so too. Thank you,
0: Alex. I appreciate it. Lauren, I, I am assuming you are involved in, in many ways more than one. So I appreciate that as well. That's
2: what I'm here for. But next time we will talk airport. We will talk TAP. We'll have an awesome entertainment themed episode. Sweet.
1: Let's do it. See y'all next time.